Hello and welcome to the incredibly influential and highly successful podcast. I'm incredibly influential. And I'm highly successful. Today is Thursday, September 15th, as we're recording this. And uh, yeah, I want to I wanna dedicate this episode to... Uh, actually, you know what? Uh, I'll, I'll let you d- dedicate this week, you know? I, I usually do it. I'll, I'll let you do it. You know, I, I like how you spring this on me at the beginning of this episode. You know, you never give me time to think. Let me think. Let me think. Um, let's dedicate this episode. Hmm. You know, I, I am coming up blank right now. I am. You know, any any suggestions? Um... Uh, shit. This is really hard. Um, <laughs> fuck. Um, shit. I mean, I mean. To be fair, when you say, "Oh, you, uh, oh, you, you sprung it on me." To be fair, I sprung it on myself too, which is really dumb because I know it's gonna happen every time, and I it's never crazy for it. You know, like not every episode needs a dedication. Right, I feel no, like it makes it less do. special if it happens it's every time. Bit. Right, but I mean, but I mean, they only get one. They only every episode only gets one. How about how about we dedicate this episode to to us? You know, uh, yeah, we deserve it. Twenty two episodes of this shit. <laughs> People still listening to it. I don't know why. It's fucking terrible. No, this um, is quality content. Uh, low quality content maybe <laughs> but I didn't, yeah no, i didn't specify but you know hey you know, yeah it, it, it is. is it is content with a quality and that quality is unpreparedness <laughs> i i I, th- I think that's that's a loophole that's a loophole to loopholes how about we dedicate the episode to loopholes sure. hell yeah sure sure yeah sure. uh I really don't have all that much to talk about this week. Um, yeah, so I think that's going to be it. Bye, everyone. Uh, see you next time. Bye. And I've been highly successful. <laughs> oh, wow. G- good episode. You know what? I You know, fucking really great it. job. You're always talking about me about going over, but I think that we hit the mark this time. We did. We really did. I, I, think, I think less than three minutes perfect length take that out of context everyone clip that you use that clip quote me on that three minutes is the perfect length quote me quote me on that (laughs) god damn it god damn it oh fuck um what what's what's been up with you what'd you do this week well uh let me think we talked last time on. It was Friday, wasn't it? Friday. Yeah, we recorded on Friday last week. Saturday, I think I hung out with my sister and a couple friends. We went bowling. Jennifer, you know, surprisingly was uh, 
doing doing really well. You know what I mean? Like I saw her get two strikes in a row, and I was like, "Wow, look at her! She's she's doing it." I was trying this new strategy out because I I don't know about you, Nick, right? But I feel like my typical strategy, right, is yeah. to throw it in as, as straight as possible, right? Yeah. But you know, now I'm trying to do a little bit of a curve, right? Because you know, you I know always curveball. I always hear that the optimal, you know, like way to get a strike is to hit it from the side, and the only way you can do that, you know, is to curve it, right? Because, or throw it from a different lane, but that's usually not allowed. <laughs> um, so, so I try to do the curve, right? And let me tell you, it was whenever you're playing with like six people and you're like wasting your turns trying to do like something ridiculous, you don't get a lot of points, and it feels. It feels like a long time in between turns. <laughs> yeah. But let me tell you, I did hit like two strikes if I whenever I got it perfect. Like they were like pretty pretty like consistent. Like I consistently got a strike whenever I did everything right. So so that that is good. It's just doing everything right was a little hard, you know. Yeah, because sometimes I would turn it too much and it would go off to the left. Sometimes I would have turned it enough and it would go off to the right. Sometimes whenever I threw it, it had the right curve, but I started too far to the left. So by the time that I got to the pins, it only hit like the far left one, you know. Yeah. yeah. But whenever I got it just right, you know, I threw it at that perfect angle, that perfect, you know, curve. It hit the middle and it was. Mm, it was great. It was perfect. So if I can, yeah. if I can practice it, if I can get it down, you know, it's it's pretty consistent. At least, you know, for my first time trying it out, and I think I finished second behind Jennifer, who was uh, not trying to do. I tried to convince her to like, you know, because she was in the lead to to give it a try, but she was she was being competitive. You know, she wasn't having it. Yeah, um, I uh, yeah. How do you how do I, you I find... how do you do it? I uh, I mostly just go straight, straight for the middle. Have you straight tried to do the, the the curve? No, I, I I think putting too much technical flair on it is uh, yeah. Because like when I, the yeah. the way that I used to curve it right was uh-huh. I would twist the ball in my hand before I let it go right, and it would give it like a slight curve right. But if you want that really really like drastic curve right you gotta take your fingers out of the holes right you gotta hold that ball like and just balance it on your hand and then just give it a good twist you know what i mean you see you know what i'm saying right i'm sure you've seen people do it at the bowling alley and that's kind of part of like that's that's the difficulty right is because it's not in like because you don't have a really good grasp on the ball if you like twist your hand too fast or if you don't have a good enough grip on the ball and you just let it fall, it won't have enough t- curve. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, so it'll, it'll be a gutter ball. It'll it's a little a bit of, it's, a, it's a technically a little bit more challenging. But like I said, I think you should give it a try. Maybe maybe you'll have more success than I did. I mean, I, I feel like it was a I, good practice run, though. Yeah. I, I What I, I think uh, regarding bowling, I think it's the same for when you're going to, like, top golf and shit. And you're like trying to play for points. Do you know what Top Golf is? Yeah, I've been to Top Golf before. It's just a yeah. golf range. Yeah, it's like the golf range, but they've got the little um, 
radio frequency IDs in all the balls, so they can track where you're shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen the screen that shows you where it goes and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just explaining it for the audience, you know. I, I don't know if we have a lot of golf players in our audience. If you if you, you know, got any golf players, hit us up on Twitter at IIHS. I know that you know, I know that like white people, you know, we're we're usually the golf people. I don't play golf. I've went golfing one time in my entire life. I've been mini golfing several times. Yeah, uh, but I did have like this period of time, right? I think it was twenty 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 one, like a year or two ago. Where my brother got like a Top Golf subscription, and you know the way that they do the subscriptions at Top Golf is you mm-hmm. you uh, you get the booth right, and you can have up to five guests right for yeah. free, pretty much right. So he mm-hmm. got the subscription. I would just tag along with him, and I would just I would practice, but I was not very good at it. I have to say. Yeah, my uh, my nearest golf range is very very close. But the nearest Top Golf is very, very far, so uh, See, I don't. I don't get know enough practice. If there is a a like traditional golf range very close to me, I I don't like. I don't even know where it would be because I feel like if I don't know about it, it probably doesn't exist. Because I don't I know, there's a lot of things it. that you that you don't know about that do exist. It's crazy I though. Like. I've been I've been like in a lot of different places around my my house and where I live in Houston. And sure, mm-hmm. there's like some small spots, but a golf range is huge. And if I yeah. have not noticed a golf range, then it probably isn't there. <laughs> but I think the top golf is not too far away. It's like. It's a decent, like, 15 minutes, you know? A golf range yeah. is probably farther. Whenever I went to, uh, to what's it called? To go golfing, like, actual golfing? Yeah. I went with my uncle. My uncle lives, like, a little, he lives, like, 45 minutes north of Houston. Uh, so yeah, I reckon that's drive. probably... I reckon that's and, probably where most of the golf courses are. Yeah. Yeah, and there, you know, it's like there in like Dallas and all that, you know, where it's a little bit more uh, rural. Yeah. That, that's probably where they have a lot more golf, but because Houston's a little dense, I I, I doubt they would have a lot of golf yeah. places. But. And uh, I reckon the yeah. the area around Houston, like geologically, is is not quite right, you know, because it's like right by the ocean, so it's like. Well, yeah, like, that's why I'm saying, like, if you, the further inland you go, you, it's probably a little bit better, right? I think Houston's still a little too close to the coast. Yeah. Yeah, probably. That that sounds about right. Um, uh, my, my top golf is, uh, it, it's, it's pretty far from me. It's, it's, uh, like halfway to, uh. Uh, it, it's like halfway to the airport. See, I'm I'm sort of in the opposite position from you. You are like pretty close to downtown, right? Like, like uh, in yeah, theory, if you left your away. house, like, like could uh, you see it? What do you mean? If I left my house, could I see it? How 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 close do you think I, I walk out and I'm in the middle of downtown? 
Well, no, no, but like, could you see, like, if you got up sufficiently high, like on your roof or whatever, or like out your, uh, do you have a two story? No, I have a one. Or no, you're in a, uh, yeah. But like, if you like got on your roof or like climbed a tall tree, could you see like the skyline? I don't know how high I would have to get in order to see the city because I think the city is like a thirty-minute drive away from me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I've not seen where you are it. on the map. I'm not. Su- you know what? Let me let me pull up a map right here. You know, I'm assuming downtown is probably the the big thing in the center, right? Probably, where it, where it, yeah. Where it says if Houston, I had to guess, right? If I had to guess, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that's where uh, downtown is, and I wanna I wanna see where I am in relation to that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm here, right? Okay. Okay. The zoo. The zoo is a good place because I know that's in downtown. That that's in the middle. So I guess that makes sense. You know what? Let's just let's just click right there. Yes, we'll click right here. The central business district, and we'll yeah. we'll look at how how uh compared to my house, how far away it is. Yeah, twenty five like thirty minute drive. How many how many miles is that? Uh, twenty two. Twenty two. Okay, so you are actually decently far away. Um, you you would have to get relatively high to yeah. To see. It's it's not as close as I I think you originally thought it was. Yeah. From my, to be fair, my high school was a three-story building, but uh, if you got on the roof, you could see uh, the uh, skyline of Chicago from there. I think I'm technically a little bit further away now, um, so, but I, I'm sort of closer to where your uncle would be, uh, like, I'm, I'm very much, like, right on the edge of what would be considered Chicago, and uh, so it so is. You're, you're just kind of like, like in between cities, I guess, but you're technically still part of Chicago. If that makes sense, I guess to be in between cities, there has to be another city close by, and the closest one I can think of would be Bloomington, Illinois, um, which is just south of us by uh, about 45 minutes to an hour. And yeah, so you're... Okay, so are you, like, an equal distance away from the center of Chicago and, I guess, that city? Bloomington. I couldn't tell you because I've never actually been to Bloomington. But... Well, uh, like, estimate, because, like... Because that's kind of, I think, where he lives. He kind of lives in between Dallas and Houston. No. Like, that... That kind am, of like middle area, right? Where it's just kind of not quite as uh Yeah. Packed, this is know? riveting content, by the way. I just I just want to point this out. This is riveting content. But hey, man, um, you know, I'm No, just... I'm a lot closer to, to Chicago than I am to Bloomington. And uh I guess where I am, there's it's it's just right on the edge of just turning into straight up farmland. So it's it's there's a like even at my school uh there's literally cornfields on on the school um that's because we have like a decent sized agriculture program but still it's uh there's there's just so much fucking corn around here it's ridiculous and uh yeah but but it's 
my top golf, I guess the point that I'm trying to make in this fucking roundabout ass way is that my top golf is, is much closer to like the bougie suburbs. Uh, if that makes sense, mine is in, uh, uh, if you're, if you're familiar with Chicago, it's in the Naperville area. And if you're not familiar, it's like real ritzy and, and, and bougie. Uh, it's, it's got like all the, the, the fancy people stores and, and clothes and shit. And, you know, top golf is a fucking fancy people thing. I would say it's, it's more accessible than normal golf, but it, <laughs> when, not whenever much. you're like paying like $30 an hour, you know, it, for, for, <laughs> for a booth at top golf, you know sometimes yeah. it's more depending on because uh, i think there are the rates depend on what time of day you go right so if you're going on like friday night which is probably like the most oh yeah friday night time every time you're yeah. you're gonna be paying like a higher premium right versus if oh, you go yeah. at like 5 a.m on like a monday you're <laughs> gonna, then you're probably gonna be paying like probably like not it's still gonna be expensive it's not gonna be nearly as expensive yeah you know they they really they're really trying to to make their money on those those Friday those Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a good thing to do on a on a like weekend night. Uh, the if, the people if, who got me into it uh, uh, were my uh, aunt and uncle, and they uh, they're they're much bigger on on golf than I am. Uh, uh, my uh, my uncle is much more like, like like he's in a pretty high position in a uh in a decent sized company so you know he goes to a lot of like golf things with with uh you know like company people or like potential clients so he's he's uh he he just does it a lot and he also he just enjoys doing it which is which is fun i like to caddy for him uh but i don't like to hit cuz i'm not nearly good enough yet cuz i don't get enough practice because I boil in the sun. And hey man, so the only place where I really the sun. the sun is, you know, it's fine. Everybody complains about the sun. Granted, I feel like you're not pasty white like I am. You could pass for Latino. You know, you you've got you know, that olive skin. You're like the Italian problem. Or well, I'm, uh, I'm like half Native American, but or also that, yeah. Like the 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 thing is right. I feel like I I am also white. I know you like to not claim me as white before I before I say anything else, right? I am white. You know the sun is fine, and it's hot over here. But I feel like it's not that bad. People will complain all the time. It's fine. You know what I mean? It's you know, granted. I wouldn't willingly be out in the sun for more than a couple hours, but that's just mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I mean, you you get that half Native American. I don't get that half, so I have to deal with the sun. So going to like a normal driving range kind of sucks. Okay, now I'm gonna say something maybe controversial. I want to ask you a question about it, right? Yeah. Okay. So, this is how I feel. I'm going to say that right now. But I find it a little annoying when people uh, see me and they start speaking to me in Spanish. 
<laughs> because oh, shit. I yeah. sit there and I'm like, what'd you say? <laughs> yeah. And then they then they go again, and I'm just like, mm, no, I no, still don't get it, right? And yeah. and then what's even worse is that they, if they look at me like like I'm the one in the wrong, and I'm like, what are you? What's going on here? You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. I, I think oh it's Im- I think it's probably like embarrassing for them to be like, uh, uh, you know, to to assume that someone is Hispanic and then just be like and be wrong, you know. Like I reckon that's probably like embarrassing for them. So I, I guess the easiest thing for them to do is to like double down on it and just be like no you're the dickhead for <laughs> for uh, and then for, people for, are just like you should learn spanish. spanish and i'm just like why can't everybody else just learn english it's like what's like is that's the native language why are we why are we making it more complicated than it needs to be you know i just hey yeah i think it's just because they granted they, i i know that like texas is kind of like a border a border state but but still, yeah. you know, hey. I mean, I guess it just depends on uh, which people are the ones saying it to you, right? Because if it's like very clearly people who don't speak Spanish and they're just saying like "donde es la baño," <laughs> you know, that's gonna be different than if you uh. <laughs> If you're <laughs> I don't know why. Now I imagine you walking up to me and just speaking like fluent Spanish <laughs> and like your white accent. <laughs> Dude, alright. No, my alright. I'm not I'm not gonna say that my accent is incredible, but oh all of my Spanish teachers have complimented me on my pronunciation. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. I I'm taking Spanish right now for college. It's literally a blow off class for me because I know all this shit because I've taken Spanish for four Look, years. Here's the in, thing: in no matter school, how many language classes I take, I will it, I almost never learn anything. You know what I mean? I feel like that's how most of most of the classes were in high school. Like I'm there, I do well in the class. I get a B or an A, and then. Uh, like a month after i'm like people are just like hey can you speak spanish to me i'm like no well i guess in my case it was french right but yeah i mean because like is this uh what spanish is this is this like spanish one two three uh this four. is a one I, I don't remember if it's 101 or 111 because let me, let me pull it up for you i think it's in, 101 uh in high school i went all the way to french three and right now if you ask me to say anything to you in french um, let me think if I can say anything in French, actually, before I, before I finish that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want you to embarrass yourself fully. I, I you can, know? I can say bonjour. Uh, <laughs> wow. No, 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 I'm not done yet. My pronunciation might be bad, by the way. Como tapel tu? I think that means, what is your name? <laughs> Uh, and then je you m'appelle. would yes, say so you get it, you get it. Je m'appelle. <laughs> je m'appelle incredibly influential. I'm not saying that in a French accent because fuck you. Je m'appelle. Um, 
Uh, and then I think uh, I I know Jusui is I like I think Jusui. I don't think it is. No, no. Now I don't know. Now now I'm second guessing Jusui myself. Jusui is I am. I believe Jusui is I am. Let me see. Just just. Oh yeah, right. It is I, I am. am. Yeah. It because Sui is like French Sarah. Classes, and now I don't. And now I, yeah. I, I've already embarrassed myself. I asked yeah. you what your name was, and then I got everything else wrong. Yeah, Jesui is is like yo soy. What um, is I, I like then? I, I couldn't know. fucking tell you. I don't speak. I don't speak French, but I'm very good at Spanish. It was Spanish 101, by the way. Also, I need to, I need to finish the the point that I was making about Top Golf before we go to commercial <laughs> because I I was going to make a point. Because I was going to connect it to your bowling experience, but then we got all fucking caught up in this just terrible, no, 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 like, no, no. See, you, once you start acknowledging it, it gets worse, all right? So let's just... No, no, we're going to acknowledge it. We need, to, we need to make a formal apology to our audience because that's just fucking terrible no, content. Our I'm audience so, I apologize here and listening to us talk. That's why they come back every week. I do get compliments on my voice, like, more than I would think, because I, like I get heard... more compliments on my looks than I do on my voice. Um, wow! So you don't get a lot of compliments at all, do you? I get compliments <laughs> all the time. That's the thing. Uh, fuck you! Fuck you! Let me make my point. I need to you stop know. getting distracted. Fuck! Oh my god! You know what? Um, we'll put a poll on Twitter. It'll be like, who's more attractive? The, the thing is, the only we were gonna do that months ago. We the were gonna do that months the ago. The only people that follow like our account on Twitter, like and that are like actually active, are like are on my people side. who like yeah. know you personally, and I feel like they're not gonna vote against you, right? So I feel like it's not gonna be a fair poll. <laughs> of course they're not, but they weren't going to vote against me anyway because I'm fucking gorgeous. But I I know, but I feel like I feel like they're biased, right? And we need we need non-biased votes. I mean, I don't know. I I feel like. I feel like there's always going to be bias. You just got to accept it. Move on. But anywho, let me finish my fucking point. You know what? I, you know what? <laughs> what I'll I was going somebody... to say, what I was going to say oh, no, okay. is okay. that just like with bowling at Top Golf, the best thing you can do is go for accuracy and consistency instead of going for the distance or going for the, the, the putting some torque on it and, and giving it some, some curve on it. The best thing you can do is go for the consistently low points because I I, I don't have have any distance on mine. I'll tell you this, right? The way that bowling works, right, and the way the point system works is that if you're not hitting spares or strikes, you're almost assuredly going to lose to somebody who's missing half the time, but at least he hits a spare or a strike every now and then. And here's why, right? This is the important thing, is that spares, the way they're counted, is that the first shot of your next turn is doubled, right? Mm-hmm. The way the strikes work is that the both of your shots in your next turn are doubled, right? Yeah. Now, I don't know how it works if you get consecutive strikes, because I've not had that happen to me enough times to really, like, uh, like figure out the rules for that, right? Yeah, it's, but, it's some weird math. Yeah, but I do know, like, that's the rule for if you get one strike or one spare, right? 
So yeah. if you're only hitting like eights or nines, which are pretty decent, you know what I mean? You'll end up with like an 80, you know, 70, 80, maybe 90 if you're like really consistently hitting nines, right? Yeah. But if you are hitting like a spare and then like an eight, that's 10 and then 16. You see what I'm trying to say, right? Mm-hmm. That spare, you know, like is worth so much and the strikes are worth so much more, you know? So even if my shoddy strategy only works like one out of every three turns, whenever I hit that strike, if I'm able to hit like eight pins afterwards, it'll make up for those missed shots. You know what I mean, right? So there is a little bit of value in playing like kind of like high risk, high reward, right? What I would do... uh. If I was trying to play smart, I guess, and also trying to have fun and try new things, is yeah. I would try that curve, and once I hit it, I would switch up, and when that I get that strike bonus or that spare bonus, to go for those extra points, you know what I mean? And yeah. kind of alternate back and forth, right? Because uh, even if you're able to throw it straight, like perfectly straight, sometimes just with the way that the pins work and like the the physics of it all if you hit it straight on it's kind of not very consistent to get a strike that's why uh like i was telling you earlier the only consistent way to get a strike is to hit it from that angle that's kind of impossible without the curve yeah that's why you know whenever you see all the people that are like really like pros at bowling they haven't figured out to a science they all pretty much go for that curve right so if I can if I can try that, you know, maybe it won't be consistent. It'll be good. But the other yeah. thing is, right, uh, you know, for me, whenever I play bowling, I usually, you know, I'm just trying to have fun. You know, sure, there's like that little bit of a compet- competitive aspect to it, right? Yeah. But I feel like if nobody else is really trying that hard and I'm the only one trying very hard, it kind of, I don't know, it kind of feels weird. You know what I mean, right? Yeah, I, I was going to say, it It feels weird to be the only one getting really competitive about something. Because yes. it, it makes you look, it makes you look like a weirdo, you know? Like, uh, yo, bro, don't take this so seriously, it's just a fucking game. But it's yeah, like... Yeah, exactly. I, exactly. I am one so, of those competitive people, right? Mm-hmm, like, I, I can tell you, first fucking hand, <laughs> I am extremely competitive. I hate losing. With, with a... With a a burning passion. I, I just I cannot you stand losing. losing. Really? Yeah. It's it's just not it, it affects you that much. It's not fun. It's it's really not fun. Well uh, like that that's why like for me, even though I'm like really competitive, um I tend to like match the energy of the group. Especially if uh like there's people in the group that I don't know or that I'm not like super duper familiar with or not super close to, you know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's kind of like their impression of me, right? And and most of the time, if they're super competitive, I'll be super competitive. If they're super chill, I'll I'll try my best, but I won't be super competitive about it. You know what I mean? I won't be butt hurt if I lose. I won't be, you know what I mean? I'm just we're just having fun, right? I mean, there comes a point when. 
if I'm taking it seriously and they're not, and I'm still losing, then that's when it gets really fucking irritating. <laughs> that that's whenever it gets worse. That that that's another reason why I don't want to take myself seriously around people that aren't, because then if I lose, it feels ten times worse, right? Because if I lose and I'm not really taking it super seriously. You know, then I can be like, oh, you know, it's all right. You know, it was just for fun. But if I win, I can still have that satisfaction, right? So I get yeah. all the positives out of all the negatives. I don't know. I, I can't shut that side of my brain off. It just, it, that's just who I am. And, and people just have to, to, if, if you want to, to get to know me and, and be that kind of person around me, you just, you just have to know that. Every single time, I, unless I am willing, willingly going to let someone else win. All right. Like, I, so is there an exception to things that you're like not competitive at? You know what I mean? No. Absolutely so like, let's not. Say, let's say me and you are going to a restaurant, right? Uh, is yeah. that a competition for you? <laughs> um, like, where uh, does, where does the line mean. get drawn? You know what I mean, right? Are, uh, are, you know, are you just going to, like, look at me, you know what I mean? And, like, ha- just start eating faster or something? I'm like, whoa, <laughs> calm down. Uh, <laughs> like, like honestly, one of those movie moments. <laughs> honestly, honestly, there was a point in my life. Uh, Well, I, I guess there's sort of been, like, three points in my entire life, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I lived with my dad for a long time, and he would always get done eating faster than me. And yeah, I didn't used to take it seriously, but then I started to, and then there came a point when, uh, I would have these little growth spurts, but now I just have the appetite of being in a growth spurt all the time. So I just eat constantly. And that started about right when I hit double digits. So like 10, 11, and then I could out eat him in like pretty consistently and like, now you out eat him in terms of quantity or speed uh both i can do both, both. yeah both. i okay. and then uh now i i've gone back to being slower than him and that fucking for some reason it gets in my head <laughs> because there was a time when i was better than him and then i've lost my edge i've lost my touch and so I well i i don't know if everything has to be a competition like, cause I'm consistently like uh, on the slower side whenever I eat things. Not you're like you're on the slower slow. side in general. You're on the slower side in general. All right, calm down, sir. Uh, <laughs> but that's generally because whenever I eat something, um, you know, besides going to like a restaurant and stuff, most of the time uh, I'm doing something else. By that, I'm usually watching something or I'm reading something. You know what I mean, right? So yeah. for me, I don't have any, I don't, there's no rush. There's no urgency, right? And that's what I, I've gotten really confused about whenever people are trying to eat fast. It's just like, do you think the food's going to run away? Like, what's what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, like I get it. Like, because uh, I've heard the, the thing where they're just like, oh, I have a lot of siblings at home, you know? And they're always, you know, if they like are hungry for like seconds or whatever, you know, you got to be fast or whatever. Yeah. But. I've never had that issue just because I don't have more than one sibling, right? Yeah. And, and usually there's always enough. In fact, like, I think that it's always been consistent that we've not eaten enough. 
to like yeah. finish the portions that we were given, you know? I don't know. I'm an only child. I don't know why I get so competitive about this or about anything in general. Because one would think that if I had siblings, I would be more competitive. But no. You, you but, would think so, right? You know, an only child has nobody yeah. to compete with but himself. But you figured out a way. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just, I hate losing and I hate the feeling of failure. But I guess we can, we can come back to that after the uh, commercial break. Because uh, we do have a uh, contractual obligation to meet. So yeah, uh, we'll be right back. Thank you. This episode has been generously sponsored by skunknuggetparenting.com run by my own talented mother parenting is hard sometimes kids and parents are like night and day it can be very hard to get on the same page with them and a lot of parents have anxiety that maybe they're doing it all wrong luckily there is a service out there that can help skunk nugget parenting solutions is a company that provides parent coaching services resource referrals and psychological profiling along with 24-7 phone and text access in an all-virtual program. Plus, the first consultation is free. In order to get this amazing service, please visit skunknuggetparenting.com. That is skunknuggetparenting.com. Thank you to Skunk Nugget Parenting Solutions for sponsoring this episode. Thank you all for listening. And now, back to the podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for uh, sticking around. And uh, I think we were uh, we we were onto some uh, good points there talking about uh, my competitiveness. I guess I guess our, 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 do we want this whole episode to just be deconstructing my? Well, actually, if if you remember, which I kind of forgot for a second, you were asking me how my week was. Um, so let me finish. Wow, that. <laughs> we, we we've gone so fucking far from that. No, no. But how about how about how about we do me? How about we do me? I'm pretty cool. Wait, but but I still have like that was just Saturday. I still have Sunday. Monday. Fuck your week. <laughs> Fuck your week, bitch. This is more important. We're okay, arriving fine. at some deep personal points here, dude. Why are you so competitive? Like, let, like I'm the therapist. You're laying down, all right? So I'm not are- laying down. I'm actually standing up, which is really fucking weird. Well, that's. Why are you standing up? <laughs> I, I want to I give you guys a visual of how I record these episodes sometimes. Like, most of the time it's just me sitting down, uh, either on the couch that's in my room, or in my uh, dining room. But sometimes, or like for some parts of an episode, I'll just put the laptop on my bed and I just fucking stand up for some reason. It's, it's, it feels weird, but I just do it. It feels right. Well, and I, I, I walk know, because I like to walk and talk, you know. Yeah, let let me tell you all about my setup, you know, because my setup's pretty cool as well, right? So I thought we were doing therapy here, okay? No, 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 no. See, you know, this is a no. side. This is okay, you're distracting me. We're, we're wasting no, more time this here. Is a, this is okay. a therapy session where I get paid to be ther to be therapized. Okay, I'm getting my okay. fucking money's worth. No, no, we both take turns there therapist the uh uh patient i guess um is it patient but how does your setup how does your setup fucking have anything to do with your with your internal issues and 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 deep-seated insecurities 
How, how, I just think it's interesting. You know what I mean? I feel like, you know, they got a sneak peek into your setup life. You know, maybe, you, again, why are we talking? You're distracting me. Okay. I was in the middle of something. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. So the reason why I'm so competitive. <laughs> no, <not> like... <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Fine. Fine. They'll never know. If you want to know, let us, I guess you'll just have to wait until Nick shows No, next episode. Next episode is my birthday special, so we don't get to hear for two weeks. Oh Hell God. yeah. Hell yeah. That's exactly how I want it. Um, But, I mean, I think... Uh, I don't know. I just... I hate losing. I... I, uh... I don't know. Can, I guess can I, I ask you a question? Sure, sure. Let's hear it. So, do, does this tra- this translates to everything, right? Most things, yeah. Now, do you equate losing or being bad at something to that particular thing being faulted in some way, right? For example, um... if you're bad at golf, do you think, man? Golf is a bad sport. You know what I mean? Like, um, because because you know I'm no, trying to get down to the. I point. feel like you're gonna you're trying to make a point here, <laughs> and I don't think I, I want to hear it. I don't think I want to hear it at all. No, no, I'm just talking about like hypothetical situations, like golf. I'm gonna hit you with a fucking train <laughs> because I can I can hear your fucking thoughts. I can hear the gears in your head fucking turning. What do you? Where do you think I'm going with this? I know right. exactly where you're going with this. You're going to be like, "Oh, so is this why you complain about everything?" And it, in reality, it's just a skill issue. And no, no. I just asked a simple question. Why you overanalyze everything? I'm the therapist because here. <laughs> you're not supposed because, to be overanalyzing. You're supposed to be confiding in me. All right. I'm I know. Supposed, I'm therapizing you. All right. No. No. Why no, is it that you think because you know I know everything? you're gonna make a point here? Because I know you're gonna make a point there, and therapists aren't there to make a point. Therapists are there to listen. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. No, right. no, I'm just trying to help you understand your own problems. That's what therapists do. They ask you questions. No. They don't make points. They ask you questions, and that those questions help you think in a certain way. All right, I'm just asking questions. That's all I'm doing. I'm and questions. no, me. Being bad at something is not the same as that thing being bad, but I'm often bad at a lot of bad things, which exonerates me because the game is shit, not me. I, I, uh, like the game as in like golf, like, what are you talking about? Sometimes, sometimes, you know, uh, I wouldn't say golf is a bad sport. I would say I don't have much interest in it. Is this why but, you tend not to try things that are challenging at first? No. No. Okay. What's something that you've done that you were bad at intentionally that you didn't immediately give up on? You mean bad at... Or, mm, Initially, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, something I was bad at initially that I didn't give up on. Well, right, I mean... I, you know, having known you for a while, I've noticed that is a little bit of a trend of yours, is that whenever you meet resistance with something, uh, you tend to to give up on it. You know? I mean, to be fair, 
to be fair, my whole internet content creation career is about intentionally challenging myself and, and putting and giving myself more resistance. Well, again, a lot of those um, things that you're talking about, right? The the yeah. challenges, the can you do this series, can you do that series, right? Yeah. The difficulty isn't in... Uh, the difficulty more is in the preparation and the execution, right? I'm talking about, like, the execution being difficult. Like, as if, you know, you tried something... You know what to do, and you're and you're still struggling, right? Um, maybe you try something and you're struggling, and you you give up before even finding out what you want to do. You know whatever whatever it is, right? I, that's that's the trend I've noticed though is that. I mean, certain times when you meet resistance, right? Your first option is to flee. Okay, I have my fan on high. It's okay. You know what? That's all you had can to you, say, Nick. Can you crack it Come down on. to medium, please? Yeah, sure. You know what? I'll Thank put it on you. medium for you. I, I turned down my fan because I thought it was me. And no, you know, it wasn't. But I, yeah. I woke up. My fan was off this morning. Apparently, I clicked it one too many times last night, and it was dark. I couldn't see. You know, so I clicked it. It went to high. It's fine. It's fine. No, it's okay. Mine, mine has like a 10 to 12... Uh, tier thing, and it has like plus and minus, and it lights up, so I can't well, really, you know. This is this is my ceiling fan. I don't. Yeah, I know. I don't know if, that is my ceiling fan. I don't know if you I have, have like some high tech ceiling fan here. I have just like a forty dollar fan I got off of Amazon that I had no, installed. No, I, I have like a legit one. But anywho, we're getting off topic here. Um, there are a, f- I mean. I shut the fuck up. Um, I would say, (laughs) shut the fuck up. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I would say I've done some pretty hard things at at points where I've just been like, you know, it. It's. I mean, I've climbed three fucking mountains. I've done that. Sure, sure. Okay, so tell me why did that? Because I feel like it's strange, right? I feel as though you're willing to try things that are difficult Mm -hmm. when that competitive aspect is big, right? And I feel like climbing a mountain is definitely one of those things where yeah, it was pure pressure. It was Either peer with somebody pressure. else or with yourself or however you want to do it, right? Yeah, it was peer so, pressure, one hundred percent. Freely yeah. admit it. Yeah, it was peer pressure. You know, but that's great. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, my, I, I know that. Go ahead. Uh, what's it called? I don't. Do you drink, Nick? Um, the law requires that I answer <laughs> no. I have never been drunk before. That's that is. That okay, is what I'll say. that seems like a little bit of a loophole to the question. That's fine. Anyway, I mean, I I, I can't did, I can't get did, into any more detail than that. But I've never been drunk. Interesting. It's a it's legal for you to drink if you had permission from a parent or guardian. 
uh, I believe. I mean, I, I, I don't have not permission to do that as long as I don't leave the house. That's crazy. That doesn't sound like permission, Nick. Um, anyways. No, there. All right. So. The, 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 the point <laughs> I'm trying to get this before we get off track again. Was that there have been many times uh, since I've turned 21 and before I turned 21, in fact, where, uh, you know, my family just wants me to drink with them. And I've been peer pressured before. I haven't given in to peer pressure yet, but I just thought that was an interesting, an interesting topic. And I wanted to think, know what you thought about that. Yeah, I've never been, I've never been, because uh... I know that some families are a little strict about that sort of stuff. And my family just kind of, like I said, I was 20, you know, they were just like, you're probably old enough. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My parents have been letting me, you know, take sips since I was a teenager. I am still a teenager. That's, yeah. <laughs> By the time you hear this, I won't be. On on the day that you hear this, I will not be a teenager anymore. Yes, but we can talk about all the illegal things he's done because he'll be exonerated. By the time I, you hear this, I don't think that's how that works. But I don't. Think uh, that I use that word properly, but I want to. Yeah. Sound, also, sound yeah, good. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like looking at words that people use in shows and movies and pretending like I know what they mean. That and sounds like a you. lot. I that sounds like you. I'm sure you've heard me say it several times on the podcast before. It yeah. Make, it makes me feel smarter. You know, even if I use the word wrong, the thing is with Nick, he just makes me feel like I, like I use most words wrong, even though I feel like 90% of the time I'm fine. You know, I mean, I fair, fair credit to me. I've figured out a system where, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, a little bit above average in intelligence, but with this podcast, I've created a way to look like a genius by comparison. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean a genius by comparison? I'm above average intelligence. I just feel like... I know all these things that you don't know. And so I have to inform you all the time. And it makes me look informed and cultured. See, look. Now, there's a difference between intelligence and if you're informed, right? Because, look, I can be intelligent. But I don't want you can. the news. You can. I Is that be so? Quiet. Be quiet, Nick. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to be over there. Calm down. All right. Like I said, I'm intelligent, right? But I don't inform myself, right? And that—that's mm. the difference, right? I feel like you mm-hmm. go out of the way to inform yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So by mm-hmm. you know just from what they hear, mm-hmm. of course you're gonna sound more intelligent because you're always saying things that I don't know, right? But uh, I feel like I feel like I I'm fairly intelligent. Um, mm-hmm. I just I just don't have a lot of uh, discipline to to use my intelligence in a way. I have a lot of your feelings. Your feelings of, are valid. That's all Nick, I'll say. Nick, have You're allowed of, to I feel have, that way. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I don't need to justify it. to you. I'm gonna go back. What to were we talking about? What were we talking about? What were we talking about? Read this document in front of me. You do whatever you want, Nick. I need to. 
I need a chance to calm down. So <laughs> just leave me alone while I read my benefits. All right. He's going to read his benefits. Okay, everyone. While he's doing that, let's do it. The show within a show, the podcast within a podcast. Doctor Who Dong Watch. Did we see Matt Smith's penis in Game of, or in the, what is it called? House of the Dragon. Episode four. No. Thank you. That was Doctor Who Dong Watch. <laughs> Stay tuned for next week. How short this segment is. <laughs> Every single time. It's- I mean, I don't want to spoil anything else. So, so all I say is, did we see his wiener? No? Okay. Stay tuned I, for next week. <laughs> I think that we should make the recommendations a part of this show. You know. I... I recommend that you put a sock in it no no the recommendations are at the end i recommend that you put a sock in it not time for recommendations yet all right so you need to chill there is never time for recommendations (laughs) we are idiots (laughs) they should not listen to us in fact our our biggest episode to date is an episode detailing how little we know about something <laughs> so no Whoa. they should not take our advice at all we're n- the episode five we're not car guys has been our most downloaded episode of all time okay well you know i feel like we we're good at other areas though you know what i mean right i feel like you're are we Value as a person isn't determined by how much you know about cars, right? Who's we? Who's we here? I feel like I feel like you're riding on my coattails a little bit here. You know, I I, Nick, I feel like Nick. Nick, <laughs> you need to understand. You and me, right? We need like we're a team. We're a team. We oh, should be going so we're against a team. the viewers. You know what I mean? We're a I we're a team like when I carry us. Oh, we're a team when I carry us. But whenever you accomplish something, it's oh look at me, oh look at me, look who the look, fuck is Nick, we? I would I would love for you to be a part of my accomplishments. You know what I mean? It's just no, you, you never no you, never you volunteer to be a part of my accomplishments. You know what I mean? Fuck you, fuck you. You don't need a handout. You don't need handouts. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I'm gonna read my benefits. Okay, he's gonna keep reading his fucking benefits. Everyone, let me see. Let active me let me go on a little medical active. Let me go on a, a diatribe here. Retiree prescription drug. Well, this see, I feel like he's trying to make a point active here. I feel like he's trying to be like, oh, look at me, I have a job. Uh, actually, <laughs> look at me, I have straight A's, bitch. What are you doing? What are you doing uh, this semester, motherfucker? Huh? Well, huh? straight straight A's doesn't mean anything until the sucking end of the dick and selling drugs. Sucking dick so, and selling drugs. Is that what you're doing? Is that what you're doing? Also, Sounds like I'm what going- you're doing. I'm going for my bachelor's. Um, I'm just I'm trying my best to get my classes out of the way. Try harder. Well, I'm in the middle of this podcast. You know, if you want, I could leave right now and get back to my notes. (laughs) Say the word, Nick. Just say say it right now. Say it. I'll leave. I think I've done homework during this uh, during this podcast before. I think I have. I don't. I couldn't tell you. Read my benefits. homework all right so i i feel like you should have read your benefits before you even took this job but whatever we were in the middle of therapizing me i think we were talking about why i'm so competitive and about how i do end up doing things that are challenging 
because fuck you, I'm not a little bitch. Okay. I've made well, a whole career I, off doing things that challenge me and make me again, frustrated. I feel like I feel like the again, the type of challenges that you do are more challenges of endurance than I feel like they are of of technical skill, right? Well, endurance I, I would argue a challenge now, of endurance I, now, is what still I would love to see you do, Nick, is is challenges that are are technical skill challenges instead of you know, endurance challenges, right? Because whenever you, like, for example, one of our scrapped challenges uh, with the shield or whatever from Borderlands 3, right? Now, while technically not very hard, it's, again, a challenge of endurance, right? We have to sit there probably for way longer than any of us to really want to be there um, and and just kind of just wait for the thing to do the thing that it needs to do, right? Now, that that's something that's not interesting to me. And I noticed that you love doing that with all of your challenges. But I'm just saying, if we can get more skill-based, right? You know, throwing an RNG component, I feel like that would... Well, I think RNG is... ...content for, for me, right? I think RNG makes something more of an endurance challenge because then you're taking your skill out of the equation and now you're relying on uh well, the no, whims like, of rng jesus i you know? i think that the thing about rng right is that it it proves your skill because you're able to adapt to a situation that is uh you know different every time right because let's say you practice doing something a certain way you know and there's no rng right you do it the exact same way every single time you know, at that point, it starts, starts, stops becoming, like, a skill, right? Uh, it starts becoming, like, something that's, like, more skillful, right? Uh, because you practiced it, you know what I mean? You know, like, let's say you did, uh, like, let's say, you know how, like, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, for example. I don't know what you're trying to you, say. Let's say you just something for the first time, right? Maybe something that's a little difficult. It's real impressive, right? Everybody's like, wow, Nick, you did it, right? Like, for example, you know, a strike in bowling, right? Just just an example off the top of my head, right? You know, wow, you're that's so impressive, right? But let's say you practice bowling, you know, you get really good at it. You get strikes every single time. Now, that becomes the normal. You see what I'm saying, right? But in an RNG scenario, there's never that normal, right? So every time you do it, there is that skill involved. You see what I'm trying to say a little bit, right? Counterpoint, that, I'd like to see you climb a mountain. I Because again, challenges of endurance matter? are still challenges. No, challenges okay, of look, endurance look, I, offer more chances I to give admit, up. I admit, right? I admit... In climbing a mountain, it's a little different, right? Because climbing a mountain, I feel like, is not just endurance, but it's also a, a challenge of will, right? A challenge of strength. You know, there's a lot that goes into climbing a mountain. But, you know, whenever you're playing, like, Fallout 4 with just this one gun, I feel like it. you can't compare that to climbing a mountain. I don't. I, I don't expect you to. But, no, 
but again, you, you see what I'm saying though? I feel like we there's some things we can agree on, right? I can agree I, that all challenges of not all challenges of endurance are equal, right? And climbing a mountain yeah. is definitely one that I feel like is one that I I would say is very challenging, very impressive. But certain challenges that that you've done in the past, right? I mean, I are you are, are you saying impressive. are you saying just, you want me to speed run something? Is that what you're telling me? I, not specifically. No, what I'm just all I'm saying is that I would appreciate you doing something that's challenging, not from a uh, not from like I I. Let me try to think. Like, like for example, like, uh, like a rage game. Like, you know how like rage games are, like really, really technical, really, really precise skill. Have you ever heard of the game? I want to be the guy. No. Okay. No, I haven't. I want to be the guy was a game on computer. Still is a game on computer, I guess. Um, where there is, it's like super duper precise platforming, right? And there is some elements of like memorization that are involved, right? Where you know, no, never. And it's you know what? I can't. I keep losing my train of thought every five seconds. I don't know why. I I think tired or something. Yeah. Again, I think a counterpoint that I would like to say is again the the mental taxation. This 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 is just my opinion, but I would say that the mental taxation, given the more opportunities to give up in an endurance based challenge, is sort of I I would say it's it's more mentally taxing, and I would say perhaps that that is more impressive, or if you're a fucking sadist like my audience is, more funny to watch. Because it's a lot funnier to watch me, you know, get down to the fucking pits of despair. And and to an extent, okay, okay. that's what well, this podcast is as well. I feel like, if, okay, you know what? Now that I've thought about it, I've, I've zoomed out a little bit, right? I feel mm-hmm. like most challenges are challenges of endurance, right? Endurance, I feel like, is the baseline for most challenges, right? Because... Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to get it all at, will in, have in one thing. Yeah, an opportunity to give up, right? Sometimes it's a longer endurance, right? Like for example, like a marathon, right? It's a really long stretch of time. Yeah, Maybe it's a short task, right? The point is, right? I feel like most of your challenges are only endurance. I feel like that's where I was getting a little confused, right, with what I was trying to say. Because most challenges are endurance. It's just that your challenges, I feel like, are only endurance. And I feel like that, for me, isn't interesting enough for a challenge. No, I think it comes me. down to, I, I, uh, I think it comes me, down to like researching and like understanding the uh, the parts of the of the game at at hand or of the the uh, other stuff. But there are certain things that I have done that are challenges that you know maybe I haven't made a. Uh, something out of you know content wise like again climbing that mountain hate to keep kicking that dead horse well yeah like like i said like that like that's endurance but there's also those other aspects of it that i feel like make it a good challenge right i would say that that's actually less of a technical skill based thing right i would say the mountain that i the most recent mountain i climb 
Mount Lacante in a uh, Great Smoky Mountains National Park. There's like fucking it's a, got a fucking staircase up pretty much. Maybe you know? it's just because of the uh of of my perception of the phrase I climbed a mountain. Uh whenever I hear that I think, wow, that's pretty impressive, right? Yeah. When I I assume there's a there's probably some pretty small mountains out there or pretty like shallow mountains that are probably really easy to climb. But whenever I think of a mountain, I don't know why, the first thing that comes to mind is like a tall, you know, monumentous task, right? I guess, it, uh, you know, it, in your scenario, probably, you know... In order to been... be a mountain, it has to rise up at least a mile above its surroundings. So, uh, if someone says they climbed a mountain, they they have to have actually done something pretty physically impressive. You know? It's... Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. It has to be uh, 1,000 uh, feet above the surrounding land. Okay, so... Maybe some That's mountains are less, less impressive. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Fuck it's you. way less than a mile. Fuck <laughs> Not you. Not even close to a mile. <laughs> but um, there's like no universally defined one. And it's it's just like, you know, it. some people say that it's like, if it's less than 2,000 feet, it's not a mountain. It, it you know, it's, it's all about different things. But... Mount Mount Lacante is actually pretty, pretty. Uh, you know, I feel like most of like the reason why I I say like I feel like that's a better challenge is more my perception of the challenge than uh, because I don't know the details of this mountain, nor okay. do I probably care enough to like look it up. It is a full I just hear the mile word mountain, and it, I think, is... wow, that's impressive. You know. It is a full mile above its surroundings. So, Granted, and it was a twelve-mile like, hike. So, whenever people say they do like really, really like uh, incredible feats of physical, like like a physical feat, right? Uh, another part of me goes, "Wow, I don't want to do that," and that kind of makes it more challenging to me personally. Yeah. Uh, because but, I'm not like I just I just don't like putting myself in situations like that. So I'm like, wow, you know what I mean? For me, just I, getting to the mountain would be the challenge. <laughs> yeah, I. For me, what I would say is that hiking, as someone who has hiked m- many, many, many times, you know, like very, very many times. I would say that long hikes are not skill. Like, sure, you can pack your your pack differently and, and, you know, like, oh, balance the weight and shit. But at the end of the day, it's just walk. Fucking walk. Walk until you can't walk anymore. And that is, you know. And so I would say climbing a mountain is purely a test of endurance and not a test of of strength and i think that is well, you see where we should end like, the conversation it's just whenever you use the word climb i think it's it's really impressive right because i think wow he's sharing he's a uh, scaling sheer cliffs right when in reality i feel like 
that doesn't happen as often as I think it does. I mean, um, I did have to do that on my first two mountains. I almost died on the first. I've I've almost died on almost all of yeah all all three mountains. I've almost died. Yeah, I don't think I want to die. <laughs> it's because so... you're a coward. It's because you're a coward. But I think we should do a big red button. Yeah, I think we I still haven't talked about button. Sunday, Monday. Shut Tuesday. the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right, guys. If y'all want to hear about the rest of my week, Nobody subscribe cares. to Patreon. Nobody cares. I'm not putting it on Patreon. I'm not putting it on Patreon. I don't care. I don't fucking care. Fuck you. All right, guys. We'll we'll hear about the rest of my week. Uh, or you know what? We're probably never hear about the Never, of my week, never. You know? We'll never hear about it. Okay, never hear about it. Right. Okay. That's now. Uh Okay. I got a, I got a question for us. Uh, you will never age again. Mm-hmm. But you'll be stuck in the body of an eight-year-old forever. You will revert back to your eight-year-old self, and you will stay that way until the day you die. Would you press that button? No. I can't think of a single benefit. Even, like, because the whole point of, I feel like, living forever is that you'd be able to experience more of life. Yeah. I remember as an eight-year-old, you know, I didn't really have a lot of freedom to do much. Um, I definitely can't get a job as an eight-year-old. I probably can't get my, uh, you know, I probably can't get my passport, go travel the world as an eight-year-old. I mean, what can I do as an eight-year-old? I can't think of anything. To be fair, to be fair, uh, there are some people with a developmental disease. I don't know. I don't know the, the official name of it, but, uh, the, the famous example I can think of is Andy Milanakis. He's a, a comedian. He is in his 40s, but he looks like a, a 12 or 13-year-old. And he sounds like one, too. So he gets carded all the time whenever he tries to buy alcohol. Um, uh, but he, he, he looks and sounds like a, a 12 or 13-year-old. But, you know, it's not that... It, like I mean, it's probably like embarrassing or whatever, but it's not like that bad. You know, like here's the thing. Whenever you say like, trapped inside the body of an eight-year-old, right? Now, am I also trapped inside of the mind of an eight-year-old? I mean, because mm, I feel like that would make it, that would make it a hundred percent no. You know what I mean? Like if I guess if if you became physically an eight-year-old. Then your are are we saying that your frontal lobe reverts to that state? Are are we saying that that's part of the rules? What what all would like? I I can't even remember being eight years old. To be honest with you, I remember being eight somewhat vividly. It's uh, it's a little bit blurry, but like, yeah. Yeah, I don't. All right, I want. I want to. I kind of want to rescind one of my earlier statements about Andy Milanakis because, you know, I'm. I'm not going to say that. Like, I. I. I didn't mean it as in like it's not that bad. 
but like I, I I'm sure it it does really suck a lot. But I I don't think that like you uh that that with his disability it's uh it's going to like get you like killed or anything maybe you know like i i I think it's uh it's it's debilitating and it makes it like worse for you but i feel like the people who know you will uh understand you and like understand the condition and if you can find decent people to uh take care of you it's it's just like living with a disability but you're fucking immortal you know so i i i think it's i i i think it's a similar question to would you cut off your fucking hand to live forever you know and it's I like you that's not the same question cuz i feel like that's a question i could say oh no i like my hands though yeah right uh, i don't know i feel like I feel like life is fine, you know. I'm already, you know, kind of going through the struggles of it now. I feel like, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't think there's that much of a benefit for how much, like, harder it'll be to live life, you know what I mean, right? I... But you I would don't just keep appeal. living, right? Yeah, I don't and get like, the appeal, though, of living forever, right? I feel like, sure, you'd be able to maybe experience more things, go to more places, do this, do that, right? Yeah. I but mean, I feel like that's kind of just, you know, that's kind of just it, right? That's, I feel like that's enough for me. To, to choose to be eight years old forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, again, it, it just comes down to it, it'll require, like there are certain things that it'll take a little bit of extra time to, to do, but you can just be like, oh, I have a growth hormone deficiency. Um, I'm sure and, there's at least one or two things that you probably couldn't do. No. I'm trying to think I don't, of I don't think what so. Specific. I think if think... you could provide <laughs> sufficient if you could provide your birth certificate and your social security card and all that and you have like witnesses and stuff that you just don't age, you know, I don't I don't think that that's going to be a problem. I think you would get very famous and I think the the main problem that you would have to deal with would be uh, like people trying to kill you and cut you open and learn the secrets of your fucking uh, curse. You know, I, I feel like, I feel like that's the main issue. And given that you will be trapped in the body of an eight year old, you will have to uh, like protect yourself. But I mean, if you're famous, you know, you can be like, oh, if you kill me, everyone's going to know. But I, you know, here's the thing, right? This may be me just nitpicking a little bit, right? But I feel like the question is so close to being maybe a yes. And I feel like if it was like 13, 
I okay. might be more willing to do it. But eight just seems too young. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. Because you, you talked about Andy here, right? And Andy, you said he was, what, like 13 or 14? That's how, he, how old he looked, right? Yeah, and he's 46. And, I, and I'm like, you know what? I, I feel like it's not that bad. But now I'm thinking of like an eight-year-old. And then, it you see, it's completely different. You know, I feel like 13 or 14 I could do. But eight just seems way too young. Yeah. I mean, again, it all just comes down to uh, if you've got, you know, if, if you can prove how old you are, you can, like, you know, show ID and, like, maybe have some, like, specially printed cards from, like, the ADA to be like, uh, yo, I I have a growth hormone deficiency. I I may look like I'm eight years old, but I'm actually fucking 300, you know? <laughs> well, if it wasn't a crime to be 300, I feel like... I mean, it's not a crime to live to be 300 years old. Is it not a crime? I feel like every single show that I've ever seen where somebody lives past the normal age, they always go into hiding for some reason. No, the the oldest living person on the planet, uh, or the, the oldest person who ever lived on the planet, made it to 122, and she was fine. She was famous. You know? Exactly, right? But I feel... I. Like, everybody in these shows, though, are always, they're always so scared about being, like, taken by the government or whatever, right? Well, yeah. That's, that, but that's is, not is a that crime. A, is that a that's serious That's not a concern? crime. Is that actually, yes. like... 100%. If you live to be, if you didn't age and you live to be 300 years old, I'm I think curious, the government... Is there, like, a case of the government doing something like that over something... Maybe not, like... <laughs> the government's done some fucked up shit. Every government to... on Earth has done some fucked up shit. Yes, um, but I, I'd like to hear one of these stories, because I always hear, like, the, oh, the government would do this, or oh, the government would do that, but I never hear examples. I want an example for, you know what I mean? Uh, Maybe it's there just because a... I can't remember any off the top of my head, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm the best person to tell this story, but there was a case of the U.S. government... Um, intentionally uh, infecting uh, a, a lot of African-American men um, uh, this isn't exactly uh, the question that I asked I don't think but no no it, it <laughs> so the Tuskegee syphilis study was uh, they, they infected a bunch of uh, African-American people or no, 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 no. They, they already had it. Sorry. They, they had already had it. The, it is a uh, uh, common misconception that the government infected them. They didn't. Uh, uh, four, about 400 of them already had syphilis and 200 didn't. So they were like, okay, you've got six months with this. And we're just going to study it. And uh, yeah. But they, uh, in, it was only supposed to last six months, but they kept extending it and extending it and not telling them that they could seek treatment uh, from uh, antibiotics, which were like widely available already. So they just had to live with syphilis for 
literally 40 years and a bunch of them died and it was it, I'm sure and, they could have just couldn't they yeah. have just no the government's done some fucked up shit for uh couldn't for they just medical go get things. medical treatment though or no were they like contractually obligated not to or was it kind of just one of those things like oh like they were specifically supposed to go to uh um they were specifically supposed to go to uh the the doctors who were but what uh, I'm, involved like, in the study that's, that's slightly different than what i'm thinking i'm thinking of somebody who is like specific like one person targeted for for something that wasn't illegal or you know wasn't like top secret or well i, I guess are you guess specifically they, asking for like medical things like some sort of anomaly that makes this person special and them being taken by the government like just for medical things uh I, I don't know. Like, like I just said anomaly. Anomaly could be anything. If the government right? knew about it, the here's the thing. If the government knew about it, they would be like, okay, uh, no, we're, we're taking you, and uh, there's nothing you can do about it. They wouldn't let the story get out. They wouldn't take someone who was famous. And that's, that's what I'm saying. You'd be protected yeah, by the fame. I, I guess... I, I guess that. So I, I guess. Should, but, I guess like, how does should... the government find out about it then, if they aren't famous? Because I feel like. Well, that's that's the thing. How would wouldn't. the government find out before everybody else? Is that what you know what I'm trying to say? Uh, well, I mean, you've got to get your birth certificate shit done at the uh, at the hospital. That's a government process there. So maybe. Maybe that. Maybe some of the doctors are being know, paid by the government to do like that. Aren't like the local news? Aren't they usually on like small stories like that? But like, if there was a a kid born with fucking superpowers, which is really unlikely, but if there was, and it went well, like noticed not, by the government, why you, like why do you say unlikely and not impossible? Right? Because let's talk about that for a second. I feel like that's impossible. <laughs> because you can never scientifically say something is impossible. Never. <sighs> that and I guess to finish this up because we're we're going over is you know to, that's the thing about science, up. right? They always say, "Oh, nothing's ever a hundred percent," or "Oh, nothing's ever uh, like zero percent." Why not? Why? Because why not? we don't know everything. We don't know everything. We. We can say with relative certainty or like uh, like with the amount of knowledge that we know, but we can't ever say 100% because there's always things we don't know. I, I believe impossible is for, for a baby to have superpowers, you know? I mean, def- define a superpower. That's the when it, I guess to finish up, I would say define a superpower. Being biologically immortal would definitely be a superpower, but they wouldn't be able to catch it as a baby, obviously. So, like, you'd just be famous, and then if you were famous... I, I feel like a superpower would have to be something drastically, like, uh, it'd have to be, like, a very, very drastic, very, very, like, noticeable difference in one of their attributes you know what i mean right like for yeah. example you saying bolt 
he's fast, but I wouldn't say he has like super speed. You know what I'm trying to say, right? Or I guess like, those like weightlifters, right? They're like strong, but I wouldn't say they have super strength. You see what I'm trying to say, right? I feel like superpowers for me would have to be something that's like a completely and like utterly like unthought of to be possible in terms of uh or like it'd have to be like very very for example like it uh i, I keep doing this like where i start and i never end i mean new but you know you kind of get what i'm I, trying to say right yeah i can't think of an all i'm gonna right say now. all i'm gonna say is that i i've got two points all i'm gonna say is new records are being made every year every hour every day you know people are getting these 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 things people are testing the limits of the human condition i don't think there is a line at which we can say okay it is biologically physically impossible for a human to do this and i know like but here's the thing right well that was that was my one point we've got to finish up we've got to finish up every time like records are broken right you mm-hmm. never see it go from like, like uh, like twenty miles per hour to like forty miles per hour. You never see like a huge jump, right? It's always like twenty to like twenty one to like twenty two. You see, there's like that progressive increase, right? What I'm saying is that somebody who's able to like break records by a drastic, notable, full difference from the norm. You know what I mean, right? Like I mean, somebody but who's that's able the to thing. Live, like like several hundred pounds more than like the strongest person in the world like somebody who's several like like dozens of miles faster than this part you see what i'm trying to say though right well i mean but that's again again we got to finish up let me let me make my second point my second point is that the government is pretty trash at keeping secrets but perhaps that's survivorship bias right you know a quick anecdote before we leave to explain survivorship bias, there was a math guy uh, that the uh, World War II American plane designers hired to uh, uh, figure out how to improve the design so the uh, fighters would uh, stop being destroyed so much. So uh, they were like, we keep putting armor on the places where the planes come back and uh, like where they have damage in, but they come back. We keep putting armor there and it doesn't help. He's like, yeah, because those are the ones that come back. You need to put armor on the places that uh, you don't see as much damage in, and uh, and that helped. So you've got to you've got to take into account the things that you don't see, and that's survivorship bias. So the government appears to be really bad at keeping secrets, but that's because we hear about a lot of them. Maybe there are plenty that haven't come out yet. So if maybe the government has done that, I don't know, and. Uh, I don't suspect I will ever know, but uh, well, yeah, that's kind of the point of a secret, right? Yeah, I will. I will end this episode by saying that if you guys elect me president, I will tell literally all of the government secrets. Like all, I if we have aliens and if we have superheroes, I will tell you. I feel as though if that's your campaign strategy, they will not tell you the secrets. <laughs> Uh, they have to. I'm the president. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? Yeah. I feel as though I I don't know if that's is that just how it works? I'm the president. Let me in. <laughs> I have the nukes. I have the nukes. What are they going to do? I have the nukes. 
I don't yeah. not, No, we, that's not how the government works. I don't think that we that's gotta not go. like a monarchy or a dictatorship. That's definitely not We gotta go. We gotta finish up, okay? All right. I've been, I'll finish this episode with my recommendation for No, the I've been incredibly <laughs> influential. No, 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 no. I gotta I've go. been I gotta, incredibly influential. No, you did this last time. All right. Fine, and fine, guess fine. what? Yeah, we're not doing the recommendations. Why not? I've been I, a, I because a we're one. idiots. Because we're two dumbasses. Exactly. They wanna. They wanna know what two dumbasses like. All right. That, that's no. The no, they don't. That's a terrible idea. No, I've been incredibly influential. <sighs> Fine, Lord Nick. Fine, and I've been highly successful. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Also, we completely forgot to tell you guys. Uh, about our patrons thank you justin connor for uh, being subscribed on patreon uh your patronage really helps us and uh if you want to support us patreon.com slash iihs podcast on twitter we are at iihs podcast on instagram the same and now for real this time i've been incredibly influential and i've been highly successful And we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye.